0: Hello, I'm Reg. And I'm Tiff. And we're the Fashion fashion Geeks. geeks. Trying to make New York. And the world. Well, New York is the world. A little
1: flyer. One outfit. And
0: podcast. At a
1: time. Hey,
0: everybody. Welcome back. Or if you're new, welcome to the ride. I am Reg. And I am Tiff. And we are the Fashion Geeks.
1: Here to... Show you everything. Oh my geeky gosh. about fashion. Wow.
0: <laughs> that That uh, that follow-up was geeky. It almost felt staged. What, what happened, Tiff? Come, you with no, us? No,
1: I had a, a glitch, a bl- wow. brain glitch, right there. Wow! For a
0: moment. That was. I was
1: admiring was your fashionable shirt.
0: Oh, thank you, thank you so much. This yeah. is a this is a relatively new shirt.
1: It has a nice sheen to it. I thank like, you. I like it when the fabric is not flat when there's oh. a dimension to it.
0: I appreciate that. It's a it's a Nautica. Denim dress shirt,
1: yes, and with a contrasting inside collar.
0: Yep. very nice. And rocking, rocking open collar today.
1: Yeah, I noticed that you don't have a tie, tie. but you had a pocket square.
0: I always have a pocket square, so
1: you can wear a pocket square with no tie. Look at that. See, that's a that's that's a diamond in the rough. That's a rule.
0: That's a rule, listeners.
1: Wow, it's not a rule, it's a...
0: It's free advice. Yeah. It's a fashion tip.
1: Exactly. You don't have to pay for that.
0: Before we go any further, let's explain who we are.
1: Because <laughs> now that I've joined... <laughs>
0: she's, in the, she's in the left lane going 90. I'm Reg Ferguson. I'm the creator of New York Fashion Geek. New York Fashion Geek is a fashion consultancy. We take men, we upgrade their game. We start from closet inventory... All the way down to personal shopping and everything in between, consider me a personal trainer for fashion
1: excellent, excellent description of yourself
0: thank you I very nice elevator that. speech oh
1: it's perfect. It was under two minutes, i think absolutely, yeah, very nice. Let me see if I can uh match that. <laughs> I'm Tiffany Minitel Schreiber. Uh, I am, or was, a costume designer for many, many years. Uh, my mother taught me how to sew, when I was nine years old. Wow. So uh, I sewed my first garment at that's, that young, tender age. What was the garment? Uh, it was like a short jumper set.
0: So ah. it was, or
1: I think they call it romper when it's short. Relevant shorts. for now. Yep, yep. So that was the very first thing I sewed. Um, and... I just loved creating something for myself and uh so as I grew up I got interested in costumes because I was a theater actress as well and uh every every show I auditioned for as soon as I told them I designed and built costumes they're like you're hired yeah to yeah, uh, be threat. an actress and a costume designer so I did that for many many years and uh I come to fashion from from that angle from the the fabric angle the design the form the fit I like that's what I like about fashion and uh, and men'swear, which is your forte, is yes. something that is is uh not necessarily my forte so
0: and you have a husband
1: and I have a husband who <laughs> always asks my advice.
0: he needs to be asking my advice, no offense.
1: <laughs> he is listening, I promise
0: come on, Michael. <laughs> I'm not that expensive. you can afford me.
1: he's a firefighter, of course he can afford you. <laughs> So, what have you been up to lately since the last time we talked? I know the both of us went to yet another Buna Mali event.
0: Yes. That yes, we got we.
1: invited to.
0: Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Second round with me and old Mr. Mali.
1: <laughs> it was a very positive event.
0: It was. Absolutely. It was a collabo. With Bruno Mali and Dress for Success.
1: And Dress for Success, as I, as I said in our, one of our prior episodes, is one of my favorite not-for-profit organizations. I would love to work for them.
0: Tiff, I keep on forgetting, you need to take that info, that individual that I met. Yes. And introduce yourself. Yes, I so do. So please remind me after we do this, because I still have the business card. So I met someone from Dress for Success at the Bruno Mali store. I had a wonderful experience this time at the Bruno Molly store. And I love just being at an event that's about altruism. Yes. Because even with New York Fashion Geek, when we do a closet inventory, we take your gear, your excess gear, and donate it to the Bowery Mission. That's extremely important uh, to me. That's really a family trait. When I was growing up, clothing that we no longer needed, we always gave to our church. Excellent. So... This. I would give
1: to the Salvation Army. There you go. It helps the homeless and the ones coming off drugs. I think that's that's really, really uh, valid and something this city needs. You know, Absolutely. Helping those who are down on their luck and really, really struggling to, to make a difference in their own lives.
0: Absolutely. So if
1: it can help with a stitch of clothing, I'm there.
0: No, that sounds great. I mean, that, that's what it's about.
1: And Dress for Success just takes that to another level.
0: Dress for Success, I just found out through that individual... Is worldwide. Boom. I had no clue.
1: I didn't either, actually. I didn't know they were international. I remember that. how ask- many
0: countries she said. I was gobsmacked.
1: And it's something that's absolutely needed and wonderful. And they've gotten so big that they actually have these brand co- uh, collabos now. Uh, and they get, you know, it used to be that they would take cast-off business suits and business dress wear for men and women and, uh, and then have that in their inventory to then you know turn around and give to those who are looking for their first job coming off the street right. or coming out of drug rehab or whatever. Now they've got new stuff, new stuff that they're giving to these people so they even look even shinier and dressier and ready to go.
0: Their lineup in terms of designers is so prodigious. I was just like, what can what we do? <laughs> hmm. how, how can we help?
1: How can we get in there? And well, what you do is, I mean, if you if you go in and you help somebody clean up their closet, if you've got any kind of sort of really nice suits, donate them to Dress for Success. Help that next man or woman, depending on who's right. Closet well, it's, you're dress in. For, it's
0: Dress for Success, so right? It's, it's man you know, or woman? So it's woman.
1: Well, don't they have a no? Well, with the
0: Dress for Success, it's is woman. only female. Yeah, that's why. Hmm. That's why. As geek number two.
1: I should have known that. but well, I
0: Representing I, representing the NYFG. That's why I need you to extend the olive branch and see what we can do.
1: Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm on it.
0: So uh, the event was entitled Bruno in Business. I like that alliteration.
1: Yes. I had a nice, really pretty picture. Smoothie, smooth,
0: smoothie yeah. smooth. Tiffany, let's keep it real. We're all about giving back. But you were you were trying to make something happen for yourself with a bag. I wanted to take that bag. Yes, you did. Well, uh, you, were, you were. I gonna had pay, it you, were gonna, you were going to pay for the bag, of course. Of, yes, yeah. Which would have been a great donation to Dress for Success. You would have put your money where your mouth was. I'm just saying,
1: right? Uh, if I had that bankroll in my account, well, which I, I did not.
0: I thought that Michael was notified that Christmas was coming.
1: <laughs> He's saving his pennies now.
0: You could see. You could see the photo of the bag. On my Insta, New York fashion geek on the Insta, you could see it. Oh yeah, it, uh, it's, and it looked it's good. Serious. It's it very looked beautiful. good on me.
1: It very really striking. fit me. It's my style. It had three different sections with a center pouch. It had. It was like suede with a, a reptile, which was a faux reptile, faux reptile centerpiece, which was beautiful, different shades of gray. It's just perfect for anything I would want to wear for fall and winter.
0: When you guys look at that Insta again at New York Fashion Geek, you will see her cheesing <laughs> while rocking that bag. <laughs> and big shout out to uh, Paris, the head salesperson at Bruno Mali. Hopefully we're going to have him on.
1: He was an awesome dude.
0: He's a very nice guy. He
1: literally put that bag on me. I had nothing to do with it. It just sort
0: of yeah, jumped Yeah, just all of a it sudden, jumped just, on just my magically, shoulder. yeah.
1: I don't know how this is on my shoulder. <laughs> Uh, there was another thing that we liked there that I hope you posted on your uh, on your Instagram page those shoes those shoes that faded from sway no. to patent leather, one not, single piece yes. of leather.
0: I did not post that yet.
1: Oh, what a process that was beautiful. that was
0: really intricate. striking, yes, Very it was striking it was,
1: and the technique behind that with that, uh, as Paris explained, those shoes are all one piece of leather that are sewn. Uh, down the center of the footbed. And then the sole is put on top. And then they polish the patent leather section of it to a, it's basically, you you just keep rubbing and rubbing and rubbing and rubbing and rubbing that leather and it gets all shiny. And then you brush the other part and that makes it suede. It's just so well done what they did. It created this beautiful fade. Uh, It was gorgeous.
0: The watch word for today is patina. Patina? Yeah. Well that I mean that's essentially what we're talking about in okay. terms of in terms of the representation of the shoe. It was
1: sharp. Very nice. Man. Um Bruno
0: Maui's. Not just for OJ anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help myself. And
1: on that, let's move on to uh what else? Uh we've I've been traveling a lot. So Yes,
0: you're like our Carmen San Diego. Where yes. in the world have you been? <laughs>
1: Because I every weekend, yeah, I know it was jet so setter, insane, insane. Um, uh, but also, while I've been traveling, I've been seeing some films on the airplane, and one of the, uh, you know, I've been watching things that you've been telling me to watch. Oh, and one goodness. of the things I watched, uh, we're going to talk about uh, as my fashion hero. So I'll hold up on that. That's right. But while I was watching these movies, you actually had a
0: client. I did. My client is Bob Bonage. He works for Carol Williams, New York City. He's a real estate broker. He's originally from the Philadelphia region. I have to say that because he knows he's not from Center City. But, uh, but he reps PA very strongly. Matter of fact, he uh, hooked me up with some Philly pretzels. Oh. They are very good. Nice. Very tasty. He doesn't like New York City pretzels. I wasn't going to give it up to him like that. <laughs> They're to each, different.
1: To each his own pretzel.
0: Exactly. But they were they were very good. But I have been looking for Mr. Bondage a bag, a messenger bag.
1: Jack Jack Spade messenger bag?
0: No. Okay. No, no. That's funny because he actually has a Jack Spade messenger bag, but he doesn't know what to do with it, right, Bob? Troubadour messenger bag? He actually listened to the podcast. He he is a subscriber to the fashion geeks.
1: Yay, Bob, thank you.
0: And he per you and your sales pitch was working the numbers for the trouperdor, the trouperdor, the troubadour messenger bag.
1: Yes, and
0: He's not going to do it. Close, but yet so far.
1: It wasn't physically responsible.
0: Uh, I don't know about physically, but fiscally, he just decided to do something else. So-
1: fiscally is what I said. <laughs> I had a little frog in my throat there for a minute.
0: So I've been waiting. I've been looking for this bag for him intently for months. He's very persnickety. I finally succeeded last week. Yeah. What'd you get? I got him a Sanvist messenger bag.
1: Sanvist.
0: Sanvist. Actually, Two. We got him two bags.
1: Wow. Can you spell that?
0: Yes. S-A-N-D-Q-V-I-S-T. Sandvist. 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 Yes. Well, it's, you know, it's from Sweden. Mm. It's Sweden.
1: They just throw those vowels, uh, consonants, anywhere they want they them and do in, whatever they, they yeah. need to do. Yep. Okay.
0: So he got a leather messenger bag and he got a cotton messenger bag. Mm. And I thought about you, Tiff, because the cotton is organic cotton.
1: Oh, yay.
0: They deal with a factory and a mill in India. Okay. And it was very interesting thinking about you as I read it, just about the benefits of sourcing organic cotton versus inorganic cotton. Let's hear it. Well, I'm going to take a stab at it. First of all, there are so many chemicals in the process of what we consider regular cotton. It blew my mind. Because for me, when I think of organic and inorganic, I think about food. Right. I'm a member of the Park Slope Food Co-op. Not giving the food co-op a shout out, and you know why, food (laughs) co-op. But I'm going to make sure to tag you if you're on Insta because you're not doing right. So it was very interesting. Again, the chemical process and how that damages the environment versus sourcing just straight up organic Cotton,
1: Yeah, it damages the uh, water source, uh, that, yes. you know, the water that uses to process the cotton. <clears throat> Excuse me. It also it damages the fiber. Uh, the cotton fiber itself, it takes away some of the softness. So your, your organic cotton is going to have a plumper feel when it's woven, mm. but it's also going to be soft, super soft. That's why uh, in, in India they have a thing called supima. Cotton, yes. which is uh, if you look, you know, you buy quality sheets, you're gonna have uh, pima cotton or Supima cotton. That's gonna be your nicest sheet. It's gonna be your softest. And if you can get organic Supima cotton, you're rocking it. Mm. You're sleeping good that night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, he'll be carrying his materials very well. Good. We got him a black messenger bag, but then the leather joint. Just to let you know, vegetable tan leather.
1: Oh, that's know, awesome. Yeah,
0: I know that's your thing.
1: Yeah, well that's going to be that's going to be waterproof, well water resistant. So for sure that's good. Excellent.
0: Yeah. So I knew I saw these bags. He was not with me. I called him, left him a message, he called me back, and I did something I rarely do. I sent my client out to obtain the bags. Without you? Yeah, we had to schedule-wise.
1: All right. Well, it's cool that we know that that's an option now. Anyone interested? Sure,
0: sure, sure. I mean, I feel me being in attendance makes all the difference. But I'll let you fly on your own. All right. So he did that. He bought two bags. Very happy with them. You can see that also on the Insta, New York Fashion Geek.
1: All right. I'll check it out.
0: He made it happen. And also just talking a little bit more about the company. Like I said, they're from Sweden. They're based out of Stockholm. Cotton is what they do. Leather is what they do. But also when they just do material bags, let's say like synthetic, it's all recycled fibers. Oh, nice. And they're part of something that I thought about you again, the Fairweather foundation. And all this really is just referencing our episode. If you haven't heard it listeners on Troubadour bags. Yes. So, and I got him. A crazy good deal. It was a steal.
1: Nice. Yes. And this is why people should hire you to help them with their closets or, you know, obtain a new suit or a new shirt because you know you got the ins.
0: I know what I'm doing. Also, before we transition, he bought a raincoat. You had mentioned waterproof and blah 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 blah. Right. He also, again, I'm, I advised him. He bought an Exley NB waterproof raincoat. Freaking loves it. You could also see that on the Insta.
1: Exley and B.
0: Yeah. They're a brand out of New England. Okay. Well, New England was about rain. Yeah. They (laughs) they rep that strong. They're like, do you know where we're from? We're from (laughs) New England. We got this.
1: The only better would be, what, London or Seattle? (laughs) Right. Get a raincoat made by them, and you'll be sure to be dry, right?
0: So big shout out to my client, Bob. Thanks, Bob. You look fly.
1: Excellent.
0: Fashion,
1: fashion, fashion. Uh, So let's get back to uh, one of the films I watched on one of my flights, my many flights to and from this past month and a half that I've been traveling. I watched, and this is going to be my fashion hero of the week, The House of Z. It's a documentary film about designer Zach Posen.
0: Oh, you said Z. I thought this was Costa Grava's.
1: No, 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 no. This young man, and he is a young man compared to me, uh, <laughs> Zach Posen. Yeah, Zach Posen. <clears throat> now um,
0: Superfly designer.
1: What really blew my mind was, uh, first of all, I'll be the first to say, uh, he is my fashion hero, but it's not because I own one article of, of clothing by Zach Posen uh-uh. or, or a handbag or he's now into shoes or shoes. I don't own any of it. But when I watched this film... Oh my gosh, his story is uh it's interesting. It's like a roller coaster ride. Really? Yes. It's like it's literally the rise and fall and the rise again.
0: Yeah, I know he had a dip. Of I mean, a kid.
1: He's a kid.
0: So break it down.
1: Well, okay. So he has to be my fashion hero because I was rooting for him in this in this documentary. It was well done. Mm. Um, I have to put it out there that he gave up all rights, any kind of Ooh. final cut rights to this oh, oh, director. Oh
0: oh 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 I thought you meant he gave up he gave up his name no, his name rights. He
1: gave up that all like final cut rights because he would worked with her before on a prior uh, shorter piece that wow. they did uh, for something in Canada. I That's think. trust. <clears throat> but anyway, so he couldn't have final say, and so Yipes. she gave a very, very honest look of, you know, his entree into the fashion world and his...
0: Is he? A na- he's a native New Yorker, isn't he?
1: Native New Yorker, right. grew up in Soho, um, went to St. Anne's, which is a very artsy-fartsy school.
0: Ah, our producer yeah. search knows St. Yeah. Anne's.
1: Uh, My his, aunt's name man His his mother was a lawyer. His She's father was a painter. So he was in a Soho loft. So he was uh. Uh, he was in that in that artistic freedom kind of up, upbringing. Um, at the time, and, uh, and, and he was very self-expressed as a youth, you know, when he was finding he, that he was clearly artistic. He started as a little kid. As a little boy, he had these dolls, and he would take scraps of fabric that he would find walking around the garment district and just what? take little scraps of fabric or scraps of fabric that his father would bring home for his art, and he'd make little clothes for his dolls. That's how it started for That's him. That's I did the same thing with my dolls. I sure did. Wow! My Barbie and my Wonder Woman—they had three different (laughs) outfits each. And he was doing the same thing. So I was like, "Okay, I got to keep watching this. What happens here? What happens?" And uh, and so I found out that at the age of 21, after designing pieces for fellow students, did you go to FIT? The uh, he did.
0: Yeah, I thought. Oh, actually. No. Okay. Uh-uh. Oh no! I'm no, sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm
1: confusing him. Uh, I just
0: assumed native New Yorker.
1: He, uh, he actually went two years to a school in London and dropped Whoa. out wow. because one of his muses from high school he had uh, these uh, some some very famous females, young at age, that he would dress and uh, like he would build an outfit for them and they would go out and wear it in the party scene and they got wow. one of them got noticed by the New York Times. Brand
0: and ambassadors.
1: Twenty-one years old. He blew up, he dropped out of the school in London, he came back to New York and he was now building his fashion line in his home with his family, his mother, what? his sister, his father, helping him to build everything. And his first fashion show was in the Soho Loft. Oh with the models coming from different oh. rooms with the different and I That's mean, a big ass loft. People well it wasn't. It was small. No? That's and I, a
0: small ass loft.
1: And it was um It's like a twenty-one piece show or twenty-five piece. I I don't know exactly. It was a very small, intimate couture show because he made all these pieces himself. Uh, But that he uh, landed—I can't remember who he landed—but that he blew up at the age of twenty-one.
0: He's won a CDFA award, has he not?
1: I'm I'm not sure about that. So, um, what made it so amazing was that his—he's twenty-one. So you remember when you were twenty-one? Yes. And when you got success like that at the age of twenty-one, you would be the cock of the walk, right? I would. Yeah, me Particularly,
0: too. Particularly, I'm
1: a guy. I would be like, mm-hmm. I've
0: been so walking he, with the. Thing. He's
1: what we Southerners call. He got too big for his britches.
0: <laughs> we say that here in the North too.
1: Oh, do you really? <laughs> oh, I thought it was a. Southern
0: no, no, no! Thing. I'm not saying it's not a Southern thing, but.
1: <clears throat> and it's, so the it's fashion the industry, after his first so, big show, yeah, what happened? Uh, well, he apparently—it's different things that you hear from different people. But he came oh. out and had to toe t- t- tails with his hair slicked back, looking like a vampire. Apparently, and he hissed at the press corps, which I guess that's a—that's
0: a winning move.
1: Ah, I, yeah, I, no. But he was a cocky twenty-one-year-old. Yeah, well, at the at the As time he might have were. been older than twenty-one, but he was in his low twenties. Understood. And so the fashion industry was like, hmm. What's up with this young st- thing? Whatever. Yeah, it was young stud. So you know, he kept producing and producing, and he just kept getting bigger and bigger. He caught the eye of um, um, uh, Puff Daddy, and who really, really wanted to launch him to the next level, wanted Can't to stop, invest, won't stop. and and so he sort of, kind of went begrudgingly into a partnership. Uh, and I say begrudgingly, with P.
0: Diddy? huh? With P Diddy,
1: yeah. Who brought many, many other investors his way.
0: He definitely won a CDFA award. Okay. Yeah, he definitely did.
1: But the story that fascinates me about this kid is it was what what got got him all this acclaim was the fact that he had this artistry that was the stuff he designed uh, were party dresses. And then he moved into evening gowns. And, oh, Mm. my God, those evening gowns remind me of old Hollywood glamour. Really? Um, They were... He even said this. His you could even tell by his dresses. There were pieces of architecture, mm. and he would say in one in the film. He said that one of his pieces, the PS piece de Résistance, in one of his shows, oh. he looked up. At this building with this cupola uh, up up top. And he turned that into the skirt of what? the dress.
0: Oh, that's hot.
1: <clears throat> which is very theatrical and kind of sort of my similar... I have a similar... Uh, I, I get inspired by that as well. The architecture mm. is extremely inspiring to me oh. because it's, you know, it informs on structure, you know. And, and so is designing and building costumes or fashion. It's, it's structure and it's, it's turning structure into into fabric, which moves but you it could still have a a a form to it and sure. a structure. So that was that's what fascinated me so much about Zach. Mm. Um the reason why he was my hero was because as he got bigger and bigger, he got further and further away from the artistry that Made his name.
0: I think that's going to happen no matter what, yeah. what you do. <laughs> he blew up so
1: big. Uh, the whole fashion industry, you know, everybody wanted a piece of him. His mom started making, who was his, you know, manager, started making oh. deals with di- basically diluting him in uh, a way.
0: Merchandising?
1: Yeah. She wanted, you know, and he felt like she was selling him cheap. And so it created family drama. Oh, and so he kicked his mother out. His sister Beef. quit. All of this happened. Beef. And then And then the show... At that point, he was so far away from his artistry, he was just having to pump out a show because there were so many different shows during the year at this time. That the show that he put out, I can't remember what year it was, but it was a failure, apparently. What? Yeah, one of the toughest critics was like, turned to another critic and said, why are we here? Oh. And the other critic said, I have no idea. Oh. Yeah. Damn. You don't want that. And uh, then he, you know, hit rock bottom, money-wise. They couldn't keep up the business. And, oh, what? Yeah, because his, he just got too big for his britches. And so mm-hmm. the fashion industry handed him a little bit of humble pie. And uh, and he had to eat it, and uh, he did a lot of self-reflection. He had to spend some time mending things with his family, um, mm. and just basically getting back to the roots of what m- made him yeah, Zach sure. which was getting back to the evening gown looks, which, that, that glamour, that, that haute couture kind of thing, um, and... That's what attracts me about him. And so he just went back to square one. Mm. And he just started creating with his hands going back. And the one thing that uh, that impresses me most about Zach is he works from draping. Um, I, I'm a pattern maker. You give me, I take your measurements, I take the numbers, I draw, I flat pattern, I draft it, cut out a piece of fabric, put it together, and then I fit you. And then I alter where it needs to be altered. He's He's starting with this piece of fabric and he's just attaching it with pins on a on a mannequin and he's just working with the movement and and where it's supposed to go this piece goes there this piece goes there me cutting here pinning there and the next thing you know you have a dress just from draping this fabric all around and then everything that's there is just taken off and there's your pattern it's an amazing process very Artistic in its approach, you tar- you start with the art first and then you work backwards to the pattern, whereas I start you know I did a design, but then I come have to translate that design to a pattern to make it happen it 's just a different approach, hmm. but it 's an amazing approach that I never learned. I never learned how to drape, um, so i 'm always impressed by it and it 's beautiful to see it happening because really? you can see the mechanis- the mechanisms in his brain as he 's actually creating that 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 piece of of uh of um outfit, whatever mm. part he's working on. And then when it all comes together, it's insane.
0: Very cool. Anyway.
1: So I was just wow, wow, wow. I was just wowed by this youngster who has so much creativity left and he just scratched himself back up from the bottom. And now he has an atelier where he can Whoa. do what he's meant to do. Um But he's also, like I said, he expanded into handbags. You can go online, zachposen.com. And you can see oh. he also has shoe offerings as well. Um And he's, Sort of, you know, kicking back. He's learned lessons about who he is, how to present himself. He's on Project Runway, one of the hosts. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, I think this. I haven't watched
0: that in a long time. Sixth
1: season that he's been <clears throat> on the show. Um, so he's sort of, he's he's you know, the fashion industry can chew you up and spit you out, and you may never come back. Sure, but he did. He's a comeback kid, and that's why he's my fashion
0: hero oh well that that enough said
1: right so you you have to watch the movie it's i would would like to watch it it's i love documentaries oh yeah i love to watch documentaries all the time and i felt a special connection to this one because of my background and i was not disappointed
0: right on tiff that was your first fashion hero
1: no audrey Hepburn was remember
0: oh my god that you was forget? your second. That was your second fashion hero.
1: Um, can I? May I add that? Oh, we edited that. <laughs> may I add that Zach Posen does his his muse, and if you go online, is uh, Katie Holmes. And I'm sorry, oh, Katie, Katie Holmes and Audrey Hepburn. I mean, they can be one in the same if you ask me. Oh, really? Look at some of those pictures. Uh, that that uh, I think is this she, on the website. On the website, there was a uh, photographer who just took pictures of all of his stuff with her in it. And it's just he has many muses, but this is his his friend, his muse who's he who he's highlighting right now. And she's just one of those. I swear to God, she looks like Audrey Hepburn for really? sure. in one of her dresses. Ugh oh, too much. Too much.
0: <sighs> Tiff, this was your second fashion hero. Yes. I think you need to keep on doing this because you you are just you're red in the face. You matching you matching the the spit guard on the mic is all red, just, <laughs> man. No, that, no, it's it's great to flip it and learn now from you. Right. And I, you know, I know the name, but I learned a lot more.
1: And I knew the name, but like I said, I didn't own a piece of his clothing and I, I won't be able to own a piece of his clothing for a long while. I don't think. That sounds like
0: a, I must have it for you. Yeah,
1: it is. Well, let me tell you, I must have a Zach Posen evening gown and an event to wear it to.
0: How right about on. that? Sounds good.
1: But uh, that is not our I must have it fashion item of the week. Oh, no? No. Oh, okay. So we changed it up a little Tiff bit. Tiff takeover. We changed it up a little bit. You know, this is a menswear. We're talking about menswear for the everyday man. That's yes. what we're trying to 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 provide for the everyday man out there. Yep, yep. But every now and then, we gotta we got to throw in a little female influence.
0: Got to do something for the influence ladies. Absolutely. a
1: men's fashion does take from female fashion.
0: Absolutely. I am greatly influenced by the women in my life in terms of family.
1: And there are some fashion items that are gender neutral. So they can be for men or for women. Sure. And uh, our, our fashion must-have item of the day kind of sort of rides that line. So, Reg, first of all, the fashion, I must have it item.
0: I, must, I have
1: have it, must have it have it, have it, have it. what it is is an item that Regis discerned he must have. or we must have.
0: Uh, I thought you must have it. That's you why think. that's why I gave it to you. All right because it would actually be physically impossible well, much less physically impossible for me to. Acquire it.
1: All right, well, let's say what it is. What is the fashion I must have it item of the day?
0: Well, why don't you tell us, too? because I, I gave it to you. The so. Nike
1: Special Field Air Force One rain boot.
0: My producer searched. His eyes just lit up. I am hoping that he does a search on that. Oh, gosh, that was redundant. But I want him. <laughs> to, I want him to Google that so he could see what we're about to talk about, because I think he's intrigued.
1: So what it is? It's a it's a rain boot for females.
0: A dope ass rain boot.
1: Uh it's a rain boot for females. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My co-host, ladies and gentlemen, is not in agreement. I gave this to her as a layup. I'm point guard giving the dime,
1: uh, and she I she did not convert. She
0: she she is not feeling this.
1: No, I, it's not that I'm not feeling it. I
0: uh, wait, 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 wait. I think we have a tiebreaker. I produce a search. He's nodding. I wouldn't wear it, but I
1: wouldn't stop you from doing it. And that's what I think, too. I read... I read about it, and let's talk about what I, what we read. Yeah, what please. I read, because I'm sure you're all about it and you know all about it. So yeah, uh, what I found out about this is that it's a riff on that the men's. dope. <laughs> that it's a, a, a riff on the men's Air Force Ones. Yep, AF1. AF1. But this is, uh, it's waterproof. It's a Net. rain boot. And what I said to you was, I don't see myself wearing that too much except for maybe walking dogs. And I guess I would be quite fashionable walking dogs.
0: You would be fly. <laughs> and the theme of New York Fashion Geek is always, always be, be fly. fly. That is our tagline. I'm trying to help you out. Well, Is it uh, the color?
1: I, yeah, the all white. So first of all, it's all white.
0: No, the one I showed you is beige.
1: Oh, the one
0: the one I gave you was beige. Obviously it comes in, in, in a multitude of colors. Well
1: the men's <laughs> the men's I the men's is attractive. I like the men's Air Force ones. Those are nice.
0: But why but but you literally Yeah, but this is the Air Force One in terms of not what I'm talking about. This is right. Air Force One.
1: The men's, right? The men's but we're style. not
0: talking about that.
1: No, we're talking about the ladies. Yes,
0: we're talking about this boot.
1: Which is this rain boot? Uh, well, my version that I saw was all white. So if it comes in a tan, no, it, it I would com- like that better. Oh,
0: well, it comes in. It comes in tan. All right. Oh wait, wait. So you coming over to to the yeah, side? Yeah, I might
1: be because I've never liked the all white sneaker. As soon as you get on the subway, it's all scuffed up. What's the point?
0: Search. Would it be possible for you to show her the beige? Of this on your laptop, would that be possible? I on the, beige Air Force One, like the,
1: the the. That's the men's brand, um, the, which I brought up because yeah, it's the
0: woman's. What, what's the true breakdown of it? It's the woman's. Is like what was the entire woman's desert? Da, 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 da. Uh, it well the
1: the actual. What you sent me was the <laughs> Nike Special Field Air Force One rain boot.
0: That's what he needs.
1: So what that is, is it's a combination it
0: of... It should come, yeah, it should come like in an earth tone. That's the one I sent her.
1: It's a combination of they have one boot that's a Special Field boot for guys and another that's a Air it's a Force mashup. One. It's a mashup. So it's a mashup uh, of the two. I got
0: it right here. Well, I have the men's. I don't see that. Uh, it's okay. It's, I mean, I don't know we don't need to dilly-dally.
1: But it they what I read was it's a follow up to the Nike Air Force Ones the men's a year to the date. I don't
0: if you search that if that, that phrase I gave you, Nike speeds, Nike special, special field Air Force 1. and then do Rain comma boot. and then do comma Business Week, you'll see the you'll see the image. Ah,
1: uh, yes, it was featured on Bloomberg Business Week.
0: Yeah, I, I still call it Business Week. I'm a subscriber.
1: At first, when I saw them, I was like, not my style.
0: And then, oh, I'm getting beat.
1: And then I read about our okay. producer,
0: Search, also doesn't like it. And then, oh, wait, 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 ladies and gentlemen, our producer now is so hopping man. in. So here's the deal. How are you, Search? Uh, I'm good, man. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for joining us. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, longtime listener, now first time guest. Um, here's the deal with these: is I'm so like. Predisposed and conditioned, like I have, like so many pairs of Air Force Ones that they I can't see it as a boot. Like I just my brain's not processing this. Okay, so it's so like, you're not flexible. Yeah, well, but you're. I mean, this is why I don't like it, right? Which is why I'm, I'm allowed to, right? Yes, I'm, I'm allowed to not like this. So Absolutely. This is, so this is why I can't see this as a boot. So thank you and good night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, both of you. First of all, I offer this to my co-host Tiffany, ladies and gentlemen, because I thought she would like it, therefore she would have to have it. Clearly, I was incorrect.
1: Well, that doesn't mean anything. Do you have to have the men's
0: version? This is not about me. This This is the Tiff Takeover episode. So this 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 was you. I was like, oh, I think you might like this. As a matter of fact. Maybe I... as a typical man. I wasn't trying. Well, I was trying to think for you. I was just like, oh, I, I saw this. I read up on it and I thought of you.
1: Ah, okay. That's the
0: reason why I cannot indulge in this, ladies and gentlemen. Is it a woman's boot? I'm a grown-ass man. I cannot do this.
1: Well, Reg, I have to uh, thank you very much for giving me some fly props because you clearly think I'm flyer than I really am.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you have that with your parka. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. My parka, which I, I don't. I'm gonna, know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit both of these people up, ladies and gentlemen. Our producer search and and Tiffany. I thought they were cool. I like the color. I like that rope. I like the length. The zipper. I feel it's a real New York City shoe. That's all I'm saying. Hey. I had <laughs> <laughs> it we got, of- we got our producer guy. <laughs> Fine, fine. Well, fine. I did a
1: little research because I'm like, there's got to be a reason why Reg thinks that this is, a, I must have an item for me. And so I researched it. I learned about the designer and what his thoughts were and what he did, you know, to come up with this. Ballistic this shoe. Uh, yeah. Well, it, basically combining both shoes, the designer. It's a mashup. Yeah. And the designer, interestingly enough, is this gentleman named Ben Kirshner. And he was previously at Jordan Brand, which we all know is a favorite of yours. And um, he's been working there for a little over a year. But because these designs take about 18 months to come out, his stuff is just now coming out. The things, And this was what he worked on first, was the mashup between the two. Uh, and creating, uh, he wanted to create something that was um, sort of... Like I said earlier, gender fluid that 's what he likes to do and in creating this rain boot for the women he you know he 's riffing on what he what was already there for the men and combining those things they they really thought about the height level they didn 't want to make it like a military boot, which was going to be too high right um, so they I like the length they really, really worked on that uh, they also um one thing that I found was uh, interesting when he was talking about – so I'm reading in the interview. This is from an article I found. Uh, it's a Ben Kirstner interview by uh, Complex.com. And talking about
0: – Good source. Uh,
1: talking about what he did and when he worked, do you feel like you can push your work as far as you want to – Or do you feel the need to show restraint? And his answer was working at Nike. He, he can do either of those. You can push it yourself or you can restrain. It's up to you. Nike gives you the freedom to design like that, which I think is very cool because, uh, as we already talked about, Nike is, you know, on the forefront of a lot of stuff. And the fact that they give their designers plenty of room to work means they don't stifle creativity there which is probably why they are in the forefront, because things, you know, they're always, to me, on it.
0: Latitude is attitude.
1: Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, So one thing, uh, another question is, do you think it's more important for a designer to be fluent in sneaker culture or design, which Mm. I thought was a very good question. And his answer to that is he thinks you need to be well-versed in culture. It's not about an architect or designer, he said. The most successful de- designers know about culture because they're building these shoes. They understand the sport that they're designing for, and they understand what's going on in the world. But they also understand what sells. They understand what works out there and what doesn't work out there. And when he came in, you know, with the with the, the before the mashup, he took what worked on this boot and what worked on this boot, and that's what he put together to make the rain boot for the woman. And I thought that was. I like that. I like. I think that's a good designer. Um, one thing he said, he calls this an all-encompassing shoe, just so that you know. And this is what I didn't understand. He he said there's something quirky and fun and funny about this shoe. And I'm thinking a shoe that's funny. Okay, clown shoe. Right. Exactly. You think of quirky and funny, and I'm looking at these shoes and I go, I don't see anything funny about. It. I mean, they've got like a military right. kind of look. They've got kind of like a. Uh, You know, a a street wear kind of look, which is exactly what they are. New York City vibe. Uh, And one thing, the traditional tongue label on the Air Force One was turned into a button, and it turns into a pouch. Did you know this?
0: I did not. Um, I'm about to say, what? No. So I'm going to
1: quote from uh, Complex.com interview once again. The idea came from the movie Rescue Dawn with Christian Bale. In that film, he was getting his boots done, and he asked if they could hide a pocket in the tongue for his passport. Oh. We wanted to play off that idea. It's a something you wouldn't see on most shoes. Definitely not. So that's when I was like, oh that's kinda cool. That's I kinda like cool.
0: that. Mm-hmm.
1: That's called a pocket and a shoe, Reg. And you know how we like pockets.
0: <laughs> I do. Right? I love pockets.
1: A pocket and a shoe. So that's what I found. Um that I felt like I could sort of go, Okay, I see where Reg is coming from with this shoe. I, I try. I mean, it's 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 got its perks. I definitely, if I was dog walking in the rain, in the wind, it seems like this would be a good good shoe, comfortable. It's got a sneaker feel to it, but it's got a higher, uh, whatever, that top upper, a higher yeah. upper, and keeps the rain out. And I could tuck my jeans or my pants down in there, and I'll be snug and dry. So, uh, yeah, there's that.
0: I try, ladies. But must
1: I have it? I'm going to have to say, not yet.
0: Insert buzzer sound.
1: (laughs) 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 But let's not leave it there. Let's not leave it on a down note, Reg. Listen. It was a a somber note. You did a great job. You did a great job.
0: NYFG loves the ladies.
1: So let's move on to the next section, which it's going to be. Upbeat and fun and of course. both we like. You know, yes. something Yes, both, both bringing, we like. Both we like. Uh, and that's our Fashion Word of the Day. Fashion,
0: fashion Word, word of, the day.
1: of the Day. So, Fashion Word of the Day. We each bring a word to t- challenge the other. That's a fashion word. Uh, you have to spell it, define it, and use it in a sentence.
0: Yes, ma'am
1: uh i i always wanted to be a school teacher i could
0: tell (laughs) thank god for the podcast
1: all right reg you go first try to stump me
0: all righty kelly bag
1: kelly bag
0: Oh,
1: oh boy um so kelly bag clearly it's a bag it is. Um, but I have do. to say, I am at a loss as to what a Kelly bag is. Ah.
0: I'm doing our own effects. It's terrible. I'm like a human beatbox. Yes, again, since this is the Tiff Takeover episode, I wanted to do something for y'all ladies. Mm. Kelly bag is by Hermes. Oh. Yep. It's the one that Grace Kelly was rocking.
1: Ah. Oh my gosh! That's K-E-L-L-E-Y.
0: right. K e l l e y. K e l l y. Oh,
1: there is no e, as
0: in Grace Kelly. Okay. Queen in of what Monaco. Of well, she. It's funny you say that because because
1: you know it, she's gotta been rocking it in a movie.
0: She was. She got introduced to it by name drop from a previous episode, the late Edith Head. Okay. In To Catch a F- there we go Into Catch a Thief. That was terrible. I hope that gets cleaned up. I
1: can almost picture that bag. I can almost picture exactly what you're talking about.
0: So it was used in the movie. The late Grace Kelly loved it and started rocking it ever since. And was caught in some famous photo when she was pregnant. She was trying to use the bag to block her, her baby bump. And it literally... Came and named the Kelly bag. If All you right. look right now, you can find the Kelly bags. Got four studs on the bottom, two straps across, padlock. Allegedly, back in the day when Hermes was first starting up, way before we were ever thought of, I think they put saddles in it. Saddles? A saddle, I think. Don't quote me.
1: Ah, oh, okay.
0: But that could be. A I must have it for you in another episode, right? Because that's going for like three thousand five hundred.
1: Good Lord. I don't know. I'd be afraid to walk down the street carrying a bag like that. <laughs> Somebody might knock me over the head. So, take my bag.
0: You kind of messed up the spelling, but you could use it in a sentence.
1: All right, here's my sentence When going out for a night on the town, I must never forget my Kelly bag. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I hope you don't.
1: Me too. Mm-hmm. If I get one, <laughs> I'll never forget that thing.
0: Does this beat now the Bruno Molly bag? Ah, uh, mm, Grace Kelly.
1: You know, I know the Kelly bag is super structured. The Bruno Mali was loosey goosey. Y- yes, it was, and I, I like that loosey goosey. But listen, if I'm dressing prep, I'm gonna have to go with the Kelly bag.
0: Sounds like a battle between the brands.
1: Yeah, it is. <laughs> All right, now it's my turn. Yes. So I'm gonna look on my many words, as you know, I have oh, always right. travel of with course. many, because Yikes. you know,
0: one's not enough.
1: Um, And I feel like I've got, uh, I've already thrown this. It's a fashion phrase, not necessarily a word. I've thrown it out there. So I'm going to do it again.
0: All right.
1: Haute couture.
0: Haute couture. H-A-U-T-E-C-A-U-T-R-E. Mm, so close. Oh, oh, wait, hold on. Hold on. C-O-U-T-E-R. Closer. Well, what, am I, what am I doing wrong here? I read this word all the time.
1: Couture.
0: Oh crap. Couture. Uh, what is it, Rich? Keep on doing this. Well, it's a it's a level of design that's exclusive, high end priced, only for an exclusive clientele. It's not ready to wear.
1: Yes, yes. With one additional thing, it's constructed. By hand.
0: Yes, it's from scratch. Yes. Sorry about that.
1: Fashion that is constructed by hand from start to finish by leading fashion houses. If you can afford haute couture...
0: You are not listening to this podcast. <laughs> you are no, not I the everyday you
1: man or woman. <laughs>
0: oh, you I'm could sorry. just, you know, you could just look down and like, oh, what are they talking about? <laughs> Pass it along, y'all. Spread the love.
1: I wanted to. Of course, that ties into Zach Posen because that's what he's doing now. He's got his haute couture atelier, doing a very, very awesome job. So, that's that for the everyday man haute couture. It's out there, you know. And if you, if you, if if you go from the everyday man to haute couture, you are definitely doing something right.
0: Would you like me to use it in a sentence? Please. If I'm thinking about haute couture. I'm not thinking about me. I'm thinking about Queen Elizabeth because she makes appointments for haute couture.
1: All right. Very nice. Bringing her majesty in.
0: I try. I messed up that spelling. Doggone it.
1: It's okay. And uh, let's leave it on a royal note then, shall we?
0: <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much for tuning in, y'all, especially for those who reviewed our episodes. I mean, it's... oh. I got to do that all over. This this one's being edited. So, well, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you had fun and down for another one. Please tell your friends about us. Special shout out goes to our producer, Search. Particularly, he, chi- he chimed in and rejected my boots.
1: <laughs> that's okay. We still like you. Of course. No, no, no.
0: <laughs> He's the engine that keeps the NYFG running. Chicka, 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 chicka. woo. woo. <laughs> I love trains.
1: We're being a little silly today. A little
0: bit. And not and not through liquids. Right? Just from vibing.
1: This is our high.
0: But I want to thank everyone who's down with the NYFG. Keep,
1: keep looking keep at that Insta.
0: Yeah, please check us on the Insta. If you ever want a question or contribute or you want an appointment. Email us. Yeah, absolutely. You could DM us on the Insta. Or also you could do podcasts at nyfashiongeek.com. And special thanks to uh Bruno Molly
1: for inviting us once again. Yeah. Please keep us in your mind in mind for any future events. No beef. No beef at all.
0: It's been squashed.
1: I just want to hold that purse again.
0: <laughs> you may.
1: I want to pet it. I want Michael, to pet it every Michael's, time I go in there. Your
0: husband's listening.
1: I, I also want to thank all of you listeners uh from the bottom of my heart. Please keep keep coming in. And all you new listeners, welcome. Welcome. We're having a good time. Um the more you listen the more we can have a good time so that means a lot and um like reg said hit us up with any ideas that you have for fashion word of the day or 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 a i must have it item if you have one that you really want us to talk about please submit that you can email us at the prior email address and uh or either just you know go through Instagram and and say hey reg i need help with my closet
0: i will respond help is on the way yay So every episode drops on a Monday. Tiffany loves reviews. Please review us. Tiffany loves subscribers. Please subscribe.
1: I do. I do. Makes me happy. (laughs) And I'm Reg. And I'm Tiff.
0: See you next time. And remember, always be fly.